pretty much over. There is no more the biggest game of the season. There is no more Canucks playoff chase. They're still mathematically alive, but let's face it, the Canucks season is done. Welcome to Locked on Canucks, your Friday edition. Let's just get into it. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Canucks. I'm your host, Justin Pooney. I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasting services. You can find us on Twitter at Locked on Canucks. You can also like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Well, not like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. And I am your host, Justin Pooney. You can find me underscore process sports. <sighs> Last night, all but essentially put the nail in the Canucks season as they fell 6-3 to the Minnesota Wild. Kevin Fiala scored twice. Elise Pedersen scored twice. Matthew Heimler scored. And for what it seemed like midway through the game, the Canucks, you know, they're up, you know, they're up 3-2. And they allowed that late goal at the end of the second period to Matt Zuccarello. And then after that, it was three straight goals in the third period, burying the Canucks season. You saw guys like Brad Richardson leave the ice with a bloody busted up nose. JT Miller blocking a shot. A team just battered and beaten and left it all out there. But it was too much. That slow start to the beginning of the season was just too much to overcome. And the Vancouver Canucks season is pretty much over. Look, I know people out there say, well, if the Canucks go, you know, 4-0. and And, you know, Dallas goes 2-2 and and Vegas goes 2-1-1 or LA doesn't win a game or Nashville loses every game, something like that. Look, I said the Canucks need to do, handle their business and win every game humanly possible so they can avoid the situation where they're hoping for teams to um, fall. Don't expect teams to fall. This team had an opportunity. And it just, it felt like that loss to Ottawa in overtime the night, the couple nights before on Tuesday night, that was the, the end of the season to me. Cause that's a game you have to win at home against a lowly Ottawa Senators team. And you lost Minnesota was able to have to play for. They clinched second in the central division. They did that. They took care of business. The Canucks could not take care of business on their home ice against a lowly Ottawa Senators team. And now they have to win out and hope that everything falls into place their way, which it could. I'm not, I'm one, one of, to believe that this season is done. This season is over. It is done. There is no chance the Vancouver Canucks make the playoffs. So today we're going to kind of put a eulogy on the Vancouver Canucks season. They still have some games left to play. They'll probably get over 90 points, which will be a success in a sense. But once again, 
another year, another no springtime hockey in Vancouver. And quite frankly, you know when a team or your favorite team or whatever or something you love gets taken away from you, for me for a short time or, um, you know, for a long time, forever, you just, you get kind of that period of what's next. What do I do without this? How am I going to survive without, um, for example, if you have a, if you break up from a break up in a relationship and you're like, what am I going to do without this person? This person has been a part of my life for, you know, X amount of time. And now they're not involved. Um, and that's what it's going to be like for the Canucks fans, us Canucks fans right now, because they have a few more games. They're going to play the string up, but let's be honest, the season's done. And then we go to an off season where, as I've said, who knows what's going to happen? There's going to be question marks everywhere about what is going to transpire to this roster. And let's be honest. As much as we want to think that this team has, you know, has something going for it, which it does. It absolutely does. And I'll be the first to tell you they have something going for it. When you look at a team, and I was, so there was an article that, Yannick, um, the province newspaper put out where it talks where Yannick Hansen talked about the 2011 team. I talked about how that team was built and how that team, you know, got not lucky, but they played it smart. And it just, it's just a indication of how. I don't like look, there's things that Jim Bain did was right. There's things that Jim Bain did was wrong. But the reason that I think most people are frustrating Canucks Nation is because they kept on to Jim Benning for so damn long. They stuck with him for they gave him numerous contract extensions and nothing came about it. And now we're left here seeing a team that showed that they're good enough to make the playoffs, that showed they have the top-end talent to be a contender. But everything else below it is garbage. Everything else below it is not the answer. It It's really... Uh, it's very frustrating because you see the flashes that this team put out there this year. You see the flashes from Eli- Elias Pettersson in the last 30 games was on pace for a 52-goal season, 109 points. That is a superstar player right there. JT Miller, top 10 in points. The Canucks have three 30-goal scorers this season and are not going to be in the playoffs. Hell, they might have an additional couple 20-goal scorers if Connor Garland and Brock Besser get there. And this team did not make the playoffs. And why? Because they got up to a slow start. They got up to a slow start, put themselves behind the eight ball, and forced themselves to crawl, 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 and fight their way back to up a mountain that, quite frankly, was probably insurmountable anyway. And why didn't they just fire Jim Benning last year? 
Why? You're going to pay him anyway. You're going to pay Green regardless. If I... And it all goes back to the organizational goals of this franchise. How many years has it been where they just... As you can tell, guys, I'm very frustrated. I'm very agitated today because... You ever... The way I equate to it is, you know what? I'm going to go to break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant um, before, before we get into all of that because I just want to let it give myself enough time. and I want to make sure I talk about my lovely, lovely addiction now of Built Bar. Um, have you guys tried Built Bar? Have you tried their puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out. It is the best tasting Built Bar by far. I had one this morning. I was running late and I grabbed a Built Bar and it filled me up for the time being puffs are the first ever mushroom infused and mushroom not mushroom marshmallow see the canucks got me all twisted up first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallow they're not just a protein bar they're a treat and they're covered in a hundred percent real chocolate all built bars come in hundred percent real chocolate yes hundred percent real chocolate if you go to builtbar.com, scroll down to the macro chart, you'll get blown away at the high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb bars. Compare that to a candy bar, where you know candy bars mostly have high calories, high sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Special offer for you: you go to builtbar.com, use promo code Locked On fifteen. Use your promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com, guys. Go to BuiltBar.com. And maybe you'll build something. And something you might be able to build your body up and create progress. Something the Vancouver Canucks have not done. Ugh. So, the Canucks... For the, in the last seven years, for the sixth time, will not be in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Six times in seven years, they have not qualified for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now, in my lifetime, I wasn't alive during the 70s when they were garbage, during the 80s when they got waxed by the Oilers all the time. And I was too young to remember the, early, the late 90s because I was born in 96. When it just started, and by the time I was old enough to realize and understand hockey, when I was five, six years old, the team was good, entering the Mark Crawford era, no Marcus Nazan era. So I've never seen this sustainably bad of an organization and bad hockey. And I don't like it. I'm sure people back in the 70s and 80s could, you know, they saw Gretzky come in and wax the Canucks 10-3 or whatever the score was all the time. I can't stand this. This is not right. Vancouver is a big-time city, and we need a big-time franchise. And the Canucks have not been a big-time franchise for the last almost decade. You have people coming to our city, moving to our city to create new lives. Yet the Canucks age my life every single year by not making the playoffs. I moved to Toronto to further my career to f follow my dream. 
But of course, I'm Vancouver through and through. You can take me out of Vancouver. You can take me out of BC, but you can't take the BC out of me. I am going to represent British Columbia, Vancouver till the day I die. And I hear about all the time, oh, how's the Canucks doing? Oh, how's the Canucks doing? And quite frankly, I'm done with hearing it. It's embarrassing. I'm sick and tired of hearing about people clowning on the Canucks and my team. This team growing up for me was a, a powerhouse, a team that I'm sure they didn't win the Stanley Cup, but every year you were, knew they were going to be in the playoffs, that you knew they were going to be a threat, and teams actually feared them. Nobody fears the Vancouver Canucks anymore. The Vancouver Canucks are a laughing stock of an organization. The Vancouver Canucks are bordering on the Toronto Maple Leafs as an absolute joke. They're not there yet. They're not there yet. They, if they don't turn this franchise around in the next two years, and we officially go, for example, nine, nine playoff misses in 10 years, that can't happen. That cannot happen. In this city, this town, this province, this region, the Canucks need to be good. They need to be a force. And when they aren't, the economy suffers. The morale suffers. We as Canucks fans suffer. And once again, thanks to mismanagement, not understanding the salary cap, believing in players you shouldn't believe in. The Canucks are going to miss the playoffs once again. Jim Benning, during his tenure, thought giving Louis Erickson a six-year by six-year deal, a six-by-six deal, good idea. Tyler Myers, good deal. Brandon Sutter, Antoine Roussel. Jared McCann. Michael Furland, Tucker Pullman. The list goes on. Not understanding the salary cap. You play in a salary cap game. The salary cap is the most important chess piece of the board when building a franchise, in my personal opinion. When you look at teams that are winners, they understand the cap. The Tampa Bay Lightning have an internal salary cap that they work with. That's what allows them to be so great. The Vegas Golden Knights know how to circumvent the salary cap through LTIR, which is why they're always in the playoffs and always a threat. The Colorado Avalanche have an internal salary cap. You know who doesn't have an internal salary cap? The Toronto Maple Leafs. That's why they can't make it out of the first round. You know who doesn't want to build a roster popular on their superstars is the Edmonton Oilers. That's why they can't do anything in the playoffs. Jim Benning did not know how to build a roster prop. He was a great scout, great scout, but he did not know how to build and construct an NHL roster. Seven years, this team could not put together a winning season, a playoff season. Yes, they went in the bubble went on a magical run. Yes, they acquired good pieces. But they cannot build around those pieces. That is why this team is absolutely teetering on a joke.
what is it, seven times, they, whatever it was, seven times in eight years they missed the playoffs. I forget what it was now. I don't want to think about it. Absolute ineptitude. Francesco Acolini, you meddled in too much. This team has no structure. This team, sorry, had no structure. This team thought they could patch it up all the time. This team felt that they were right there. And they weren't. And they aren't. This team, this team, the Vancouver Canucks, has put me through hell and back. But I will say this. As much as I hate on the management, I've ranted on the previous management, there are silver linings. And that's what's keeping me alive. JT Miller, 30 goals, 93 points, the most productive season by a Canucks since Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Bo Horvat, 31 goals. Quinn Hughes is still going to probably break the franchise record for points by defenseman. Thatcher Demko was basically the team MVP. And there's still hope. I trust Jim Rutherford because he's done it before. He's built a Stanley Cup roster. I trust people that have been there and done that. He knows how to work with superstar players. He had that in Pittsburgh, and they still were able to build. a. Heavy, they had big cap hits there, and they were still able to build a championship roster. I don't know what is going to transpire this offseason. I don't know what is going to take place this offseason. But what I do know is this. This has to be the end of mediocrity. It has to be the end of patching it up. It has to be the end of missing the playoffs. This cannot happen no more. This franchise has not won a Stanley Cup in 52 seasons. Certain people have lived their whole lives waiting for a Stanley Cup win. Somebody like my parents. They were here in Vancouver in 1970 when the Canucks inception started. They have never seen a Stanley Cup They've seen three trips to the Stanley Cup Finals and never, not one Stanley Cup. There's people in their 980s and 90s that have watched the Canucks from when they were a Western League team go all the way to the NHL and never win a Stanley Cup. This, I'm at a loss for words because it's so disheartening to see a team that you care so much about and see that you've invested so much time and affection and love for miss the playoffs. It Hell, if, if they make the playoffs this year, it'll be a miracle. And honestly, I think they'd probably go all the way. If they make the playoffs after all of this, Somehow this season, they're going to win a round or two and go. everybody's going to be happy. But today, April 22nd, Friday, April 22nd at 3.19 Pacific Standard Time, 
I sit to you and I ask, what do you think about the Vancouver Canucks? What do you think is next? Because I'm done with the mediocrity. I'm done with the... I'm done with with missing the playoffs. I'm done with all of this stuff. I'm done with all of it. This needs to change. And I'm hoping that it does. And I trust that it will. Because if not, boy, it's going to be another rough year. Anyway, enough with the rant about I wish this team would turn around. Coming up, I'm going to go through, because the season is basically over, I'm going to go through the Canucks Awards and who I think will win each award for the Canucks. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and start of the Major League Baseball season. Baseball's been on fire, and the basketball playoffs have been absolutely brilliant. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today and or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so Canucks season is basically over. They are pretty much done. It is going to be another season with no playoffs. Yes, I keep on rubbing salt into the wounds of mine, and it hurts a lot. But we're gonna go through the Canucks awards and who I think is going to win each award for this season. First of all, we're going to start off with the Cyclone Taylor most valuable player award. I'm going to give it to Demko. His 9.117 save percentage. He led, led the entire NHL in goals saved above average on five on five. He was their MVP. Without Thatcher Demko, this team wouldn't even come close to a playoff spot. Thatcher Demko is my MVP for the Vancouver Canucks. No questions asked. The Pavel Bure most exciting award, most exciting player award. I think that goes to JT Miller. He was an absolute beast this year, you know, causing turnovers in the defensive end, turning it back up to goals, breakaway goals, rifle shots, big celebrations, you know, coast to coast goals. He had the nice coast to coast goal against Arizona in February. And I think that was a prime example of why he should win the Pavel Bure most exciting player award. Next, we go to the Walter Bay Pratt Trophy for the best defenseman. I, I think it's pretty obvious who that is. It's going to be Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes is, like I just said, is probably going to break the most the scoring record for a Canucks defenseman in a season. Um, he's 12th in ice time, about to get 60-plus points. Um, I think it's, a, it's a, not even a debate. That, uh, Quinn Hughes is the best defenseman on this team. And let me go to the Fred J. Hume Award for Unsung Hero. I'm going to go with Connor Garland. Connor Garland was probably the unsung hero. He's going to get about 20 goals. Yes, he had a dry spell during the late to mid to late part of the season, but he's come on very well during this playoff chase, and he had a hot, hot start to the beginning of this year. I'm going to go with Connor Garland because I like his edge, the way he plays. He's an agitator. He can score. And he's a guy that I expect to be on this team going forward. So um, those are my, those are the voting awards. The other awards are like, you know, most points, which is going to go to JT Miller. Um, the three-star award is going to go to JT Miller as well. 
or Thatcher Demko. And then the Henrik and Daniel Community Award. I think it was going to go to Elias Patterson because he made the generous donation $50,000 to Canucks for Kids Fund back in November. Um, or, you know what, even Bo Horvat too. Bo Horvat, Brock West, whoever gets that award is going to be well-deserving because all these guys put in the work in the community, which was something I always give the Canucks players credit, that put the work in the community because when you put your, when they invest in the community, the community invests back in you. Um, and those those whoever, all those guys, all the Canucks players that invest themselves into the Vancouver community, help out those other us fortunate, will always have a special place in my heart. So... To recap the three main, the few main awards, Unsung Hero, Connor Garland, Best Defenseman, Easy Quinn Hughes, Most Exciting Player, JT Miller, and of course, the MVP is Thatcher Demko. That is it. Canucks play Saturday against Calgary. We'll see what happens. I will. I would preview it, but Calgary has nothing to play for. The Canucks have everything to play for. I expect the Canucks to win this game. Um, but then again, I don't think it's going to mount anything because the season, as I did mention for the first two thirds of the show, it is over. Um, but it's the weekend. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. If you haven't yet, um, go out, just enjoy your weekend. Don't worry about the Canucks stress. That's what I'm going to do. I'll watch the game on Saturday. I'll be back on Monday. We're going to have a fun time. I have some good stuff planned for the off season as well. So don't worry. Locked on Canucks is here. Take care of all your Canucks needs. And we're going to have some fun. As I said, this is all about fun and love. And we all want the Canucks to well. But I want to thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, take a listen to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Rodin and Philip Livingstone help you become an expert of your fantasy league. Of course, they are free and available wherever you get your podcasting services. Guys, we will see you on Monday to recap a weekend of Canucks hockey and look forward to maybe a potential playoff chase again. Maybe my tune will change. I don't think it will. And we'll go from there.